Welcome to the Help for Wounded Spirits. This podcast exists to reach those wounded and suffering through life's trials. And now your host, Dr. Doug Carriger. Great to have you folks with us. We are always uh, uh, enjoying our time with you, enjoying the opportunity to speak and uh, to let you folks be part of this, to pray for you. Uh, we're honored to be coming into your airwaves wherever they may be around the world. It looks like about five continents, a couple thousand people, and God is certainly blessing us. And uh, uh, we know uh, all the glory is to God. Uh, we pray for each one of you. We've been, as we've been working through Romans chapter 12, we've, we've been up and down and all around. We've surrendered. We've uh, uh, got rid of the conformity to the world. We've we've done things that we ought not to do. We've uh, we we've made sure that our hearts are right, our heads are right. Uh, we've got to the place where we've looked at ministry and uh, what gifts did God give us to use in ministry and and how we can use them to help each other out. We've we've talked about being kind. We've talked about doing the right thing in business. We've talked about love being without hypocrisy, being real. Uh, we've talked about how love is charity and they go hand in hand and, and uh, how God can use them. And this week we've talked about uh, uh, several things. We just finished up with distributing to the necessity of saints, given to hospitality, bless them which persecute you, bless and curse not. And we've talked about only God can give us what we need to be able to bless people and curse not those people who've hurt us. And we've talked about how Stephanie got through those things and uh, how she has to bless them that uh, uh, have you know, had murdered her husband and, and, uh, a single gunman shot them there. And, and, um, uh, so thankful that, uh, they didn't get Charles. They didn't get missionary Ben Sinclair. And, and, uh, and we've talked about blessing those people. And, and now we're at a great place, Stephanie, we're at, we're at that place where we rejoice with them that rejoice and weep with them that weep. And I, I want you to know for, uh, those of us who suffer from PTSD, it's easy to, to weep with folks. It's easy to uh, have empathy for them and to uh, to hurt and for our hearts to, to crumble and love people. And, and God's telling us that as we put together this, uh, this kingdom life or living for eternity, as Stephanie says, as we put our life together that, that is marked for God, that is uh, set up to be serving God and those type of things, God comes to us and says, listen, I want you to rejoice with them that are rejoicing. And I don't care if they've just uh, get, were given a million-dollar job and given the church that you wanted to pastor or marrying the uh, wife that you wanted or the husband that you wanted. I want you to rejoice with the brethren and know that my plans for you are bigger than that and, and know uh, that we, uh, we will trust in me and uh, and we will trust in God. We and, and and that's where it's at. It's about living for God. It's a it's a it's about that e- eternity type of thing. It's about it's about trusting in God and and knowing that His way is right and His way is perfect. In Philippians four four it says rejoice rejoice in the Lord always. And again I say rejoice and and God's saying rejoice. 
And uh, we need to rejoice, and we need to put this thing into perspective. We, we need to have that same mind toward one another. We, we need to associate with the humble, and uh, we need to set our mind on these types of things. And, and Stephanie, as we look at this verse, as, we, as we're talking about rejoicing uh, with them that rejoice and weeping with them that weep, what, what comes to your mind as we cover that? Well, it's interesting, you know, because your perspective, um, as someone with PTSD, my perspective now is very different on this verse than it would have been two years ago. And, you know, it's a lot easier to rejoice with someone, um, you know, for me, an example is weddings um, or hearing of someone being married two years ago. That wouldn't have been any big deal now though I may be fully happy for them, there's a, there's a pain associated there. And it reminds me of the pain of, you know, being in a position that I never planned on being, you know, being a single mom. And God gives you the strength, being a living sacrifice and being surrendered to God and saying, okay, God, I don't understand all your ways. And I don't understand why you have me here, but because you live in me and because this is what you want me to do, you can give me the strength to rejoice. And he does. He gives you that joy to be able to rejoice. Rejoice with someone in something that's wonderful, that's amazing, that's awesome. Even though if there's a pain side to it for you personally, as you just die to yourself through God's strength and say, I am so happy for you. And, you know, you go to a wedding or you're involved in some way and you are following that, you know, this is a command. God puts this as a command. In other words, this may not be something you really want to do, but this is something that is a part of you being a living sacrifice. Right. And I guess that has taken on a new definition for me of, I mean, I've never had trouble weeping someone. So that has always come more naturally Um, and rejoicing in 99.9% of things came very naturally now rejoicing with someone is a little harder you know when someone i find out someone's having a baby or i see pictures of your baby um i get baby fever again it's like god i wanted more kids i love babies and, and you've got eight stephanie you got <laughs> eight is enough i saw a tv we show have, like that we once have this talk. Yeah. yeah we have this talk regularly so but i love kids and so you know things like that that i have to go back to god and say hey god you have me exactly where you want me. Eight was the number you had for me to give birth to, and that's okay. And, you know, I'll just love all the other kids around me that God ever puts in my path, and um, that's just, we're just going to make the best of it, and I'm always ready to hold babies um, wherever I am, and I will I will teach at PTSD camps holding a baby. I mean, I am more than willing to do that. So, um, you know, that's just, so things like that that just before wouldn't have been any big deal for me to rejoice over. Now, I still rejoice. It's still a wonderful thing, but there's a surrender associated with it. And I think for me, that's been something God's been teaching me about what that living sacrifice looks like of giving, giving a desire that was perfectly good, you know, nothing wrong with it, um, a great desire, but something that God didn't have for me. He didn't have, you know, have any more babies for me. And so learning to give up my expectations or what would have been my plans to God and say, okay, God, this is your perfect plan. 
and I'm just going to rejoice in what I'm seeing you do in other people's lives, even if it feels like you're not doing it in mine. That's yeah. okay because you're good. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then weeping, you know, that's that's, that's right there, man. I don't have any trouble in that. We, I, I was telling Stephanie a minute ago to those of you listening, I was saying, Stephanie, we were just coming off a podcast with some weeping. I said, now, don't be a, don't be weeping or I'm going to have to demonstrate here that uh, <laughs> when to rejoice with those who rejoice and weep with those who weep. And uh, I, I wept with her a little bit on the last podcast. I had to uh, pull my head together here. But, you know, Stephanie, this is the weirdest thing that um, in time of great loss, you know, when my mom died, um, I remember the, uh, uh, my assistant pastor at that time, Dave Morose, um, uh, came over to the house, walked in the door and held me. And all he and I did was cry for about 15 minutes. We wept and, uh, he asked me if there was anything he could do for me. He asked me some questions about the funeral and we wept some more and somewhere in that weeping, God got a hold of me. And then about an hour later, Pastor Coles, uh, the pastor at that, my pastor at that time, Walt Coles, I call him my pastor for life. Uh, pastor Coles came over the house and uh, he, uh, he walked into the living room and hugged me and we wept for 15 or 20 minutes. Uh, we just wept. And he was talking about, uh, you know, how hard it is to lose one's mom, but the trust in God's promise that she was someone who accepted Jesus Christ. And we'd talk for a minute and we'd weep and and boy, did that change my life, uh, people. And then I saw uh, my seminary professor at the time, Walter Yoho, and went over to Dr. Yoho, and he walked up to me and he said, Doug, are you all right? You don't look right. And I, this was the day after my mom died. And I said, Dr. Yoho, I said, my mom died yesterday. And he held me in his arms. And I could feel his body shaking as he wept with me. And... Friends, if I can tell you anything at all, never be afraid to show your emotions. Yes. Never be afraid to love people and weep with them. And those men changed my life. And, you know, I wasn't a pitcher of strength through these times. I, I'm not somebody that would have made a uh, Christian booklet on how somebody should deal uh, when someone they love dies. I mean, it was hard for me. And, uh, uh, but to, to weep with those. And then, you know, Stephanie, when some of my greatest uh, uh, accomplishments that God let me be part of, you know, making Sergeant Major in the Army, I remember those Christians who made it to the promotion and came over and hugged me and laughed with me and rejoiced with me and came to the luncheon and came to the dinners. And I remember those people who picked up the phone when I published my first book, uh, Wounded Spirits, A Biblical Approach to PTSD, and I remember them laughing and rejoicing with me, and and how good it made me feel that people were enjoying it with me, that that they were part of this, and I tried so hard as you published your recent book, and I'm so happy for you, and and to constantly encourage you and say, you're an author now, you, uh, this book to die is gain. It's a great book. It's and and uh, and it is a great book. I read it 37 to 38 times. And <laughs> I've never edited like that. And, uh, but that's, that's what this is about, is laughing with those who laugh, rejoicing, having a good time, and, 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 on, and on both sides. And far too often when the hard things come, when the hard times show up, when uh, somebody's at the end of their life or dealing with something hard, 
And we just don't know what to say. And, you know, sometimes you, you speak in the love language of fellow weepers. Yeah. You bring them over a gift and, and uh, uh, you sit there and you hold them in your arms and you weep. And you tell them you're going to pray for them. And so sometimes, you know, when we, and, and not to just deal with weeping with this lost thing, but I don't know about you, Stephanie, but some people say the stupidest things when we lose a loved one. Do you remember any stupid things that people said to you um, when Charles? Yeah, well, you, yeah. you just have people make, you know, comments that to them are very, very kind, very understanding or um, I guess their version of love. Um, but yeah, we had, not, I mean, 99.9% of what was said to us was very sweet. Um, um, but I have had more comments said, you know, more comments or things conveyed to me of what other people have said since Charles, um, you know, even the last six months, uh, six months to a year, that it's just like, really? Wow, you know, just the comments people have made either about Charles or me or about their perspective of his death or whatever. And, um, yeah, you know, it's that's that's where you see people's lack of compassion, <laughs> and that's you know, that's where you say, Okay, God, my fulfillment and my ultimate comfort comes from you. And, um, you know, you and Debbie have been friends that have been there to laugh and to cry with um, the kids and I when we needed it. And, you know, my dad's been that way. The Hicks have been that way. And you need, you need people like that. My mom's that way. I'm trying to think if I'm missing anybody, but, you know, people that are there that, um, yeah, yeah, you said that are just there. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. It's just making a difference. And, and, I, and I'll tell you folks, you know, that there, there, there's knuckleheads out there that say things about Stephanie or her husband and they write it on Facebook, you know, that, uh, he was stupid to go to the mission field. And, you know, I am, I'll tell you what, I am so glad that the Apostle Paul and our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ didn't think they were stupid uh, when they put themselves in harm's way time after time. Paul got their tar whipped out of him, almost died a couple times. That guy, I, I wouldn't even get on a ship. I wouldn't even be in the same harbor as him at the same time. Those ships sunk so much. But you know what? He brought the gospel of Jesus Christ to Amen. people. And Charles Wesco and Stephanie Wesco and their eight wonderful children, and uh, Emmy, Caleb, uh, uh, Sammy, Steffi, uh, Joe. Uh, I mean, you know, those are wonderful people. Hudson, Charles, Daniel. Those are people that, that said, God, we're going to go where you tell us to go. And, uh, and, and we need to rejoice with them that are rejoicing. And, you know, sometimes, sometimes we just cry with each other, Stephanie, and that's okay. Sometimes we just want well, to, yeah. yeah. Well, I, we see that in the life of Christ, you know, where he demonstrated that, where he would go to celebrations, wedding celebrations, and perform, you know, a miracle of, of you know, making them more wine when they had run out of that, what they called wine, but, you know, that, yeah. that yeah. incredible grape juice that was over the top. and But then he would go weep with Mary and Martha after Lazarus had died and again perform a, you know one of the greatest miracles of raising Lazarus back to life that just you know is an astounding you think of what's involved there of what you know just showing the power of God but um he wept you know there's a whole verse in the Bible dedicated 
to telling us yeah. that Jesus wept with those who wept. And yeah. that's powerful to me and that's comforting to me. We serve a you know that he's a man yeah, he's a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. We we you know, serve a mighty God and our and our God is so wonderful. And uh, he comes down to all of us right where we are. And uh, yeah, and when he went there to Lazarus, his friend, and uh, and boy, they you know I believe if he hadn't used the name Lazarus uh, when he told him to get up, <laughs> I believe all the dead in Christ would have jumped out of those graves. And uh, um, we serve a wonderful God. So as we look at this verse, yeah. and we close down and shut down our 50th podcast. Can you believe it's been 50 podcasts, Stephanie? Man, we rejoice with them that rejoice. Listen, be happy for your brethren. Hug up to them, snuggle up to them, love them. And don't be a knucklehead when people are weeping and going through things. Say, well, you know, if you didn't do this, you wouldn't be dealing with this right now. You know, you uh, you deserve to be slapped around for 67 straight hours. But we don't do that because we bless them. We bless them which persecute us and bless and curse not. You deserve it, but we don't do it because we trust God. Oh, listen, it's a, it's been a, sorry. The humor always comes out on the fifth one we do in a row. But uh, listen, we, we, we sure are honored to come out to your earwaves and be with you. And uh, we know that a lot of you are listening to us right now and going through hard times and we're praying for you. We, yeah. we know that jobs are hard, that people out there have this uh, coronavirus and this coronavirus is real. We get it. And, uh, uh, we appreciate what you folks are doing. We are praying for you. We're washing our hands, wearing masks, only going shopping when we need to shop. We're looking out for each other, and we're praying for you every single day. Mm-hmm. Pray for us. If there's anything we can do for you, come over and find us on Helpful Wounded Spirits Facebook page and uh, drop us a word. And I think we said yesterday, what did we say? If somebody listened to all the podcasts, the first person that listened to all the podcasts that binged on them and said, I've listened to everyone or said, I've listened to everyone. Uh, I'm going to, you're going to put it there, right there on our Facebook page. First person that Stephanie sees, she's going to let me know. And uh, I am personally going to send you a gift. And uh, so with all that in mind, listen, we love you folks. We're honored to be with you. And uh, uh, we'll just keep praying for each other. And uh, may God bless you. Remember, rejoice with them that rejoice. And it's okay to laugh. Laugh until your gut hurts. I do it every single day. And uh, rejoice with them that rejoice. Sometimes I do it all by myself and weep with them that weep. We love you. God loves you. And uh, we're looking forward to hearing from you. May God bless you. Thank you for listening today. We hope this podcast has been a blessing in your life. For helpful resources and to help continue this podcast, visit us at woundedspirits.com.